The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello guys, Gage and I are back for another edition of Dairyland Talk. Adam is tending to, uh, I guess we'll call it, holiday uh, events. You know, the festivities are certainly upon us. Christmas Eve is tomorrow, um, and Christmas came early for a lot of Packers fans. They got a win, first road win of the year over the New York Jets. Um, overtime thriller, Rodgers game winner to Devontae Adams, who's having a phenomenal season. Uh, which I'm sure we will certainly get into a little bit later. Um, but Rodgers certainly carried the offense for most of the day, uh, not to take anything away from Jamal Wood. Rodgers goes for over 400 yards, uh, two throwing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Um, just a lights-out performance by him. Uh, but before, I just want to like get something off my chest. I see a lot of people still attacking Rodgers. I saw it on Twitter today. I think Packers fans need to get a grip. Um, I mean, my goodness, Rodgers played phenomenal, but yet we're still ticky-tack about a couple missed throws. I realize as we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, but the guy is not perfect. I mean, let's get real here. If I see another tweet questioning his contract, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, Gage, uh, how do you feel about that and his performance today? Um, Rogers' performance today was, I thought it was great. Um, I'm of the opinion that, because there's a lot of people that are like, oh, is this what we should expect moving forward? Is this the Rogers we're going to see? And I don't think it is. I think he's still dealing, dealing with injuries. Um, it, there's a few time points in the game where you could kind of see him grimace or just not quite make the throw that we're used to seeing him make. Um, but he... Like he he and the rest, there was a few other guys in post game uh, interviews said he's playing hurt, but it showed toughness that they need to show. Um, I I think that he's worth every penny that he's being paid. I know some people are going to be like, oh, nobody needs to be making that much money. But we're not talking about that. But I think he deserves every penny he's being paid. He is still arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. He can still make every throw next year when he's fully healthy. I think it's going to be a much different Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think it's going to be more, I think it's going to be closer to what I was expecting to see this year. Um, during the off season and uh, at the end of last year, I was expecting, like I was thinking Rod Rodgers is going to go on a war path through the NFL. And I think a lot, and I think the NFL got really lucky that he got hurt. And he didn't have his full bevy of weapons. And I think next year with uh, upgraded offense, new co- new coach, better blocking, I think that this te- this Packers team is going to be really scary once he's healthy. So for everybody that's afraid of it or thinks that he doesn't have it, just give it a little bit of time. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah, let's give it a time. Pump the brakes on this guy being, you know losing a step or whatever you however you want to you know term it um 
you know, people are saying he's just not the same. You know, I realize he hasn't had a great year. He's still having a phenomenal year. I mean, his numbers are awesome. Uh, you know, maybe not up to his standards, but his standards are absolutely ridiculous. Um, we still don't know the full extent of, you know, what percent he's playing at. Um, I'd probably put him at about 80%, and this is the best, you know, he's looked health-wise all year as far as his capability, um, you know, trusting his lower body to, to make throws. Um, and he even has, you know, talked about it a few weeks ago, how he is going to talk more after the season about, you know, the injury and uh, kind of, you know, just the season as a whole, which I'm sure he will shed some light on kind of what he's been going through because I don't think he's been telling the whole story. Um, I don't think he's a guy who looks for excuses by any means. Um, And there's really no excuse for how poorly they started out, even besides the injuries. Um, But I think his, his knee injury that, and, the fact that they kept him out of so many practices really set this offense back. He it's it's taken longer for him to get on page with the rookies, uh, Equinemius St. Brown, um, Marquez Valdez Scantling. You know they kind of came on uh, towards the middle, and then they hit a rookie wall, and now they're coming. You know they're coming alive again, but not having Rodgers you know, for most of the practice or on a snap count is not going to help those guys get on the same page. And I think we saw a lot of that throughout this year. Um, You know, both of those guys had a big day today. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, EQ is all right. He took a nasty shot there at the end uh, on a targeting penalty. Um, He had a big day. Devontae Adams had a big day. They were desperately trying to get him. The ball, 18 targets, uh, 11 catches. He is uh, two or or three now, shy of Sterling Sharp's record, I believe. Um, Yeah, it was next week for sure, for um, 100%. I I loved watching today because, like, for Devontae, like he had 18 targets, and there was and his long on the day was only 16 yards, Mm -hmm. but. And, like, yeah, there was a couple plays that would have made that different, like if Rodgers hits that double move in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but not a big deal. But I just love that he's able to get those intermediate routes because that's what he's always been able to do. And now that they have those burners like EQ, Marquez, um, Jamon Moore, if he takes that next step in the offseason, like they now have those guys to take the top off the defense and give Devontae the ability to work underneath. And I love that because Devontae's so sure-handed that if you just need him to get you 12 yards, like you got to, you're on a third and ten, he'll go. He can get you that sh- that one at the sticks, and I think that's what today proved is just he gets such good volume, and he's go- and he can get you those short throws. He do- he doesn't always need to do the big play. He can, but he doesn't need to because that's what these other guys are for. Right, right, and again, uh, Jake Kumaro kind of plays into that he had some a couple catches uh short of the sticks but then he had that huge catch uh early on for his first career touchdown props to him uh hashtag packers jesus um that was an awesome play probably the highlight of the season uh besides week one you know everyone was rooting for jake kumaro out of training camp uh, he, you know, had a great game today and I, I love seeing him out there. I, I love seeing, you know, him and Rogers 
being able to celebrate together because, you know, Kumaro's contribution to this team really means a lot to Rodgers, just kind of being a journeyman who's still trying to find his way, hasn't really gotten the opportunity, but now he is, and he's making the most of it. Um, and besides that, Jamal Williams had an outstanding day, 95 yards on 15 carries, had that great second effort touchdown. Um, he also caught six passes. He looked great. Out of For the 61 yards, too. Yeah, 61 yards. Had a couple uh, really nice screens where uh, Corey Lindsley and, and Blaga got out in front and made some great blocks. I even saw uh, McCray, who uh, subbed in for Lane Taylor's injury. McCray looked good. Um, he can move. McCray's an athletic uh, guard. Uh, Jamal Williams, you know, I don't want him to go overlooked. I thought he had a fantastic day. Um, I, uh, I do, uh, uh, you know, I do studs and duds every single week. Uh, Williams made the studs list just for reference. He had more rushing yards on fewer carries and more catches and more yards than Saquon Barkley today. Did Barkley have a difficult matchup? Sure. But he had 20, he averaged around two yards a carry and he had 34 and he only had 34 yards receiving on five catches. I know we're not talking about him, but it's just – I think Williams gets overlooked a lot. Aaron Jones is still better. He's still more explosive, better big play guy. But Williams, when you get him in a straight line and you get him some room to work, he can make plays happen. That's his like that's his whole issue is just he's not as quick as Jones is. Um, coming out of – like uh, in BYU, I read his story a little bit. He had a story in Sports Illustrated. Really great kid. Um, and just when you get him ahead of steam and get him moving, he's hard to bring down because he's such a big guy. That second effort touchdown, he worked for it, and he deserved every bit of that touchdown. I loved it. I love seeing the fight to do that and just the – because so often – I mean, I know every team feels this way, but so often I feel the Packers don't get that that somewhat circusy acrobat touchdown tiptoeing down the sideline. I know every team feels this way, but I just feel like it's been a while since the Packers have had one of those where the guy just happens to stay just in just to score. I also yeah. love the uh, Aaron Rodgers doing the his best Drew Brees impression down on the one-yard line. I love that. <laughs> just, that was awesome. Uh, I, yeah. I love it because the Packers have never really done that. They rarely do QB sneaks, and I feel that's something that a lot of the best teams do. I don't know if it's just – a thing McCarthy didn't like to do because he wanted to protect Aaron or what it was. But I, I, but I feel like they don't do QB sneaks too often. And today they had that, that um, the RPO that Rogers scored, walked into the end zone on. You had the, I love the little dive into the end zone where he just put the ball over the plane. I, I had a lot of fun watching Rodgers today. Today was his first day with a rushing or first rushing touchdown since 2016. First game with two of them since 2011 against the Broncos. So it was just um, it was a lot of fun to watch um, this offense today. And I think the defense got a bad rap. They gave up a lot of yards, especially to Robbie Anderson. Um, never really got pressure on Sam Darnold. Uh, only got uh-huh. two sacks. Only got two sacks on on the day, and only got. Um, two QB hits registered on the entire day, which was really disappointing. And on those two QB hits, I'm pretty sure were just uh, Martinez and uh, factual sacks. Yeah. Factual sacks. So it was just it was disappointing to see kind of the defense. But um, 
there was Rondé Barber at one point said the defense just not is not showing up, which I thought was just ridiculous because Clay Matthews and Reggie Gilbert combined for one hit, one tackle on the day, one tackle. Yeah, the special teams gave him a twenty, gave him an eighteen yard field. The offense was giving him short fields. The kicking team kept giving him a short field. So, like the defense, could they have played better? Absolutely. Did they play as bad as some people wanted to make it out? Not even close. No, no. And we we talked about this before we got started. Jair got hurt there in the first half. Was unable to return. Uh, he was matched up on Robbie Anderson, who was kind of getting the best of him early on, but it would have been nice to see that kind of play out. Um, but yeah, Robbie Anderson had a huge day, uh, nine catches, 140 yards, had the touchdown. Uh, he, w- he was a factor for sure. Um, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see uh, much of Breland. I don't know if he was kind of dealing with uh, some injuries quietly, but he really didn't play. Uh, all that much by my recollection. I'll have to check um, that counts later. He, he um, was off and on all day. Uh, yeah, I saw him. I saw him leave a couple times with injuries. Saw a lot of Tony Brown, a lot of Josh Jackson flying around the ball. So I'm guessing Breland was dealing with something. Um, yeah. and I don't think that they would have shadowed him on uh, Anderson anyway, just because Robbie is so fast and Breland is quick and he's and he's got some muscle to him but he's just not quite as fast he can't hang as well probably why you saw tony tony brown is a little quicker guy so he can hang a little bit better in that area yeah and how about tony freaking brown i mean my god what a day have a day kid i mean he had a fantastic performance today he was making plays all over the field throughout the whole game i mean this guy is already you know He's pretty much a clubhouse leader, so to speak, in as far as being on the roster next year. I mean, he's having a, you know, a terrific, you know, rookie season. Considering he 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 wasn't drafted, uh, you know, was a pretty quiet through the preseason, um, but now he's really starting to come along. Yeah, I really like seeing him get uh, get a lot of playing time. If he's not on the roster next season, it's going to be due to an injury or something else. I, so I, I completely see him being there. Um, I, I kind of see him right now if uh, they keep Bre- – like if Breland returns, I see it being Breland, King, and uh, Jair. And then I think Tony Brown right now has clearly got that fourth spot. And then uh, Josh – assuming he stays as a, t- as a corner, I see Josh Jackson kind of holding up that fifth spot. Which that's not a perfect group, but you like it because it's a, it's younger, it's really athletic, and they ha- they all have room to grow. Tony Brown's gonna get better. He's got to get a little bit smarter at times. Like he's a he like uh, he had that uh, that taunting penalty earlier in the season. Yeah, um, against Detroit, he, that was awful. He's had that taunting penalty earlier in the season. He's gotten a lot better, um, and I'm all for players showing emotion, being hyped up like Jair. Jair, for being only in the game for roughly a quarter, quarter and a half, he had four tackles on the day. So I like the activity. I like being around the ball and making plays happen. And I think that he's only going to get better. He went to Alabama, which doesn't always make you a great player, but it does make you. It does mean that you had something because Nick Saban does a great job recruiting, and he brings in who he knows is going to be a good player or who he believes is going to be a good player. So I like Brown for next year. Um, and it's, it's the corner group is shaping up to be really good. Um, and they just need to develop and gel together as a, as a unit. 
yeah, the the to be honest, the secondary just needs to get healthy. I mean, we can kind of you know, this 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 year has just kind of not been a good judgment, you know, way of judging this group of guys just because of the injuries. Um we've haven't we saw Kevin King for uh, six games, I believe. Breland didn't play until the second half of the year. Jair has uh, missed a few games as well. Um, I think, I guess, Josh Jackson's the only one who's stayed healthy, but he hasn't really played that well through some stretches of uh, the season. Um, you know, sometimes that the speed factor kind of catches up with Jackson. He has, he does have some speed issues. He's also not very physical, um, not a physical tackler, just not a physical player overall. Um, but, you know, he does have some natural abilities that he does tend to showcase. We saw him have a nice pass breakup on that third down. Um, I, that I really like that play just because it showed what we know about him as a player is his whole big, like, he gets around the ball and he makes plays happen. Um, and when he's able to, like, he, yeah, he's not very physical, but I think that's something that's going to come along because he's lar- he's a bigger cornerback. He's... He's six foot. He's bigger for Packer cornerbacks, at least. He's six foot. He's 196 pounds. I think that he's going to get better at that. Um, I think he's going to be able to make plays like today a little bit more often. Um, he just all he's got to do is anti- work on his anticipation of the ball. So I want the game to slow down for him. Um, this is a phrase that uh, some people out there might not have heard. You might have heard. Uh, just kind of you want the game to look slower for a player so they can perceive everything. Like they're like, okay, this is going on, so let's make the play and just flow through it rather than just trying to frantically, okay, what do I got to do next? I got to do this thing, and then they make a mistake. Yeah. I mean, the overwhelming thoughts do tend to take control of the rookies, but we've seen all of the Packers rookies have moments – um, where you, you feel like these guys are going to last in this league for a while, um, particularly with Jair, as well as the uh, rookie receivers, um, EQ, MVS, and even Jamon Moore, I thought looked really good on those returns, but then he had the fumble, which kind of negated anything positive that he contributed today. Uh, so I'm not, but I'm not giving up on Jamon Moore. I think he's got a lot of good. Uh, attributes. He's a, a really good route runner. I feel like he's also a big guy. He's about six two, six three. Um, deceptively fast. Didn't run a high a high forty. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a four four, but um, he takes those long strides. And I think in off season and just putting in more work uh, with Rogers and the offense will do do him some good. Completely agree. Um, more. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had that. He had that fumble on the kick return, but he he knows what he like. He had a long of thirty seven yards today. He had a twenty five yard average. He gets out and he gets going. It's just all a matter of it's just a matter of him getting his speed going. Yeah, like you said, he's not he's not really a forty guy, so he's probably not he's not shifty like some of the other receivers that the Packers might have. Like Devontae Adams is a super shifty receiver. But he doesn't have great long speed. Uh, Jamon Moore is kind of that long speed guy. Just right. get him, like, just get him into a little bit of space and let him make plays happen. Um, and I think that that's, like you said, uh, in the off season, he needs time with Rodgers to kind of work on that. And I think that they're only going to get better. And uh, this, like, just like the cornerback group, 
this wide receiver group just needs a little bit of seasoning, a little bit of time to marinate and get better. Definitely, definitely. And we're definitely going to see that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Packers approach this offseason, especially, you know, they'll probably be installing a new offense, some new principles. Um, but we may see some turnover uh, with uh, some of the older guys like Jimmy, Randall Cobb, uh, the other tight ends, Mercedes and Lance Kendricks. Um, but besides that, you know, these rookies are here to stay. They're, they've, they've competed all season long. They've had their bright spots. They both, or all three of them, you know, have something that they're able to contribute. So that's why, you know, they're, they're going to be on the roster next year, barring something crazy. Um, and you could throw Jake Kumaro in that mix as well. Um, so uh, it was a great win. Uh, I know a lot of fans out there are on the the tank bandwagon but i just I, I can't be a part of that i'm sorry i understand the draft implications um but i don't really see that big a difference between pick number 10 and pick 14 uh i think this the first round is going to be pretty deep um next week the packers will take detroit and that's a game i want to win and i i give all the credit to joe philbin and all the credit to Rodgers for, for laying it out on the line. Also, David Bakhtiari, who was dealing with that injury uh, to his leg. I think it was that knee injury that kind of uh, bothered him again. Um, you know, all the credit to those guys who, who you know, in the face of adversity, kind of rose above it and led the young guys by example. Um, you know, it was just a good message. It was a refreshing win. Um, probably my favorite. It will probably be my favorite game of the season. Um you know, looking back just because of the implications. I know it didn't mean anything necessarily, but it, and, and there was an underlying message to the game and that Rodgers and some of the other veterans kind of uh, showing the young rookies how to be a professional um, and always playing for something. Uh, and uh, next week, I hope we see a similar effort and uh, end the season on the high note with back-to-back wins. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. I mean, do I want the Packers to draft the best player possible, um, slash have the best position? Sure. Uh, I do. I love seeing the team win. Of course, of course, I do. Uh, I also love them getting a road win. Um, that's their only road win of the season. Which, at the end of the day, um, that's what a lot of a lot of teams, when it comes to making or not making the playoffs, that's what it comes down to. Uh, like say the Packers win three instead three of their road games instead of just one, so that puts them at three and five. That's an additional two wins, so they're at eight, six, and one heading into the final week. So they'd be nine, six, and one if they uh, could knock off Detroit at home, which they're very good at doing. So a little bit better, so a lot better chance at the playoffs because those road wins do make all the difference. And I think that's what um, I think that's like something that Green Bay is going to get better at next year. Um, I'm okay with seeing them win because right now they're picking 14th. Um, and like you said, the draft this year is super deep. Uh, the Packers are an attractive free agent destination. So if they pick a few spots lower, it's not the end of the world because they're going to they're going to be able to add some key some big name free agents in the offseason just because people want to go play with Rodgers. They'll want to go play in under a, probably a new head or under a new head coach. Um, so it's just it's going to be an exciting offseason to see. This game was fun. My my personal favorite game of the year is going to be uh, the Chicago win, just because of just because of how dominant 
the Packers looked in that game, and I love when the I love when Rodgers has fun playing this game. He had he he did it today. Uh, there was a couple instances where uh, he had he just he looked like he was happy for the first time in a while. Um, that pl- he had one where it was a run and he got stopped after like a nine yard gain or something. He got up, he was smiling, which yeah, it's a nine yard gain, no big deal. But he's having fun, and I think when he has fun, that's infectious to the rest of the team because. He's such an important figure that the more the happier he is, the happier the rest of the team is around him, and the hot, the more lift they get from him. Absolutely, I thought Rogers had great energy today. It was great to see him smile and celebrate, uh, and that's what happens when you win. That's what happens when the offense plays well, like it did. It's more enjoyable. You're going to see more of that energy from Rogers. Um, and again, we have one more game left to play. Hopefully, we'll see that again. Uh, but um, I'm guessing, you know, they're going to have a similar approach. They're going to let their guys play. You know, we're hoping to avoid some injuries. Um, you know, and I hope Rodgers, you know, has another big week to, you know, throw another shot at the haters who are kind of um, been riding him all season. Uh, I definitely respect your decision of the Chicago game, you know. That uh, you know that was a, a a tremendous win, um you know under under extraordinary circumstances, you you know we were pretty much assuming Rogers was going to be missing time because of that hit he took, but he came back, um you know three touchdowns in the fourth quarter that was a phenomenal game and that's a game I certainly will never forget. Uh, did you want to say anything to the fans, Gage, uh, before we wrap this up? Uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Tell them what you're doing for the holidays. Anything? Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, happy holidays to those of you that don't celebrate celebrate Christmas. Um, I appreciate everybody that uh, listens to us every week uh, just and giving us the opportunity to do this. Uh, I know I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I know, Brandon, you're the same. I know, Adam, if he was here, he would say the same thing. Uh, just the ability to be able to do this. Um, everybody that gives us any uh, feedback or anything is always welcome. I doesn't. You can give me any negative feedback, positive feedback. It's not going to hurt my feelings. It's just, it's just going to make me better and help bring you guys a better product. Um, if you got, like I said last week, if you guys ever want to interact with me on Twitter, I'm on Twitter. Um, you can find me on Reddit as well. Uh, my handle on Twitter is at gbridgefordnfl. Always wanted to talk about anything from football to basketball, baseball. You want to talk about soccer, I'll do my best. You want to talk about cricket, I'll go Google some stuff. Um, always will, uh, always have fun doing this, uh, and we will probably we'll probably take a day off because, uh, Brandon, I'm not going to make you record on Christmas. So we'll probably be back um, a little later in the week, Probably maybe Thursday. We might just skip our uh, Wednesday show and just go straight into the Friday pregame show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... And I, again, yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening to. We appreciate every listener and we appreciate all the feedback. Um, I love doing the podcast and I can't wait to to do it next year and, and this off season to bring you guys great content. Uh, but again, happy holidays to everyone and have a Merry Christmas. We will see you back in a couple of days. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.